Welcome to another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. Uh, I am finally returning in the year 2017. Woo, exciting. Uh, this is Tim, a.k.a. Murdy, uh, your host or one of them, one of the many now. Uh, and I am joined by a cast full of many lovely people, three, in fact. Uh, I am joined by Juliet. Hello. Also, Shanna. Hey. And our wonderful birthday boy, Nico. <laughs> Woo! Hi, hey, everybody. Happy birthday. Thank you. It's there. Someone put on Vic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're, we're going to be talking about mostly comebacks this week. Uh, it was kind of a slow week for at least stuff that, like, we as a podcast care about, to be honest. So there's that. Uh, so we'll, we'll get right into it. Um, but... First things first, uh, I do want to mention something, especially because there's a uh, user that listens to us pretty regularly and is very consistent. And I do want to clear some air and do some some church uh, some church leave-ins at the beginning. Uh, so one thing that was brought up is my conversation about Twice, my general like like for Twice, and uh, the fact that I don't normally like cute uh, cute girl groups. I was called a hypocrite for liking Twice and not liking cute girl groups. So the first thing I want to clear up is uh first and foremost when i say that i don't like cute girl groups it means i don't like generic cute girl group concepts and i have also already said that twice has had generic cute girl group concepts before so they're not void of my dislike i don't like tt as everybody talks about um and i've gotten a lot of heat for i just don't like it i think i just i just don't like it um that being said i do respect highly what twice has done and i think that what they've done with um, their amount of time in the market and just the crazy success that they've had is worth acknowledging and respecting, especially because they're talented and they're funny and they're cute. Like they're, they're a good group, no matter what songs you like by them and what songs you don't like by them. It's still like a cute group that works really hard. And I respect that. So even though I don't like cute girl groups normally, there are cute girl groups out there that I do like and twice is one of them. Uh, if that makes me a hypocrite, I'll, I'll live in my truth, I guess. <laughs> but, like, they make some good songs, and Cheer Up is a good song. What do you want me to say? I don't know what you want me to say. I like it. So it is what it is. So I just want to clear the air there. Uh, I, I have heard this brought up before, like, my love for Twice in general, and then the fact that I don't like cute girl groups. This is, like, one of the very few exceptions. And if you've listened to this podcast across three years now you would know that is literally the truth it is one of the very few exceptions they're just really good i like them it's hard not to like them as a human being if you don't like them cool whatever maybe you're an alien i don't know what to tell you um <laughs> so anyways <clears throat> moving on uh we're gonna talk comebacks and debuts and things like that so the first one i have on the list uh and i'm gonna hit it quick because there's not a lot of people that care, but Park Young from Block B is having his solo debut, sort of, I guess, uh, with the song When I'm With You. Uh, there's a teaser out. It's kind of boring, and his pictures are crazy, and that's really all I have to say on the matter. 
and I, I think have not it's, watched it. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I, say, I think say. it's a universal thing. So <laughs> I'm just mentioning it, so it's out of the way, basically. Um, so we did it. All the are you Blocky fans? Hey, we said it. Um, <laughs> We're out there. Shout out to your boy, but that's it. Hey yo. <laughs> uh, so the the one the one debut I do want to talk about is the most expensive debut debut apparently in k-pop history which is the group luna whose debut is somewhere between like three million and four million dollars usd or at least that's what they've spent before debuting uh it's a group of i believe four girls as far as i know um they have two teasers out that's why i say four girls there's two teasers with um two sets of girls both teasers are very boring they're like pretty korean girls um, I think idea of pretty in Korea is like these girls, I feel like when I see them. Um, but for me, there's nothing special about the song and nothing interesting at all about the videos. I don't understand what they spent $4 million on. That's where I'm lost. Let's, let's think of some ideas. All right. Um, so things they spent $4 million on. Lots of drugs. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Paying for YG to be a part of this scandal with the government. He's not though, man. This. Is, oh, ooh, 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 ooh. I like where that went. <laughs> Just trying to put their company up on top, you know. Ooh, I like this. I like that. I like where you're going with this. <laughs> no, I have no idea how they could have spent that much. Um, four girls, come on. Like, what? Are okay, the, so they live in girl. like they live in like a dorm, and they probably don't even have beds. Like, what's going on? Well, here? No, okay. <laughs> If they spent four million and one of one of the what I do know is that one of the girls in the group's parents are investors and they're rich, rich, mm. rich, rich. So mm. I guarantee you that if they're sharing a dorm for some crazy reason, they're not sharing a dorm. They're sharing a house <laughs> like they're living lavish. So that's got to be part of it. Um, the other thing I could imagine they spent money on maybe like they're all terrible and to become good, they got like the best singer trainer they could find and the best dancing trainer they could find. And that's where the rest of the money went because it's not quality. Like they didn't spend it on having a very interesting teaser. <laughs> so like their teaser looks like you've got a real nice camera and just followed some girls around some towns. I guess uh, they went to some other countries. Uh, it sounds like they went to some foreign countries like England, maybe Paris, that kind of thing. Uh, I Paris obviously isn't a country, France, but that kind of thing. Like they went to to uh, hot spots like that, and maybe that's where they spent a lot of money. But I don't know how you spend four million. That seems crazy to me. Maybe I don't know money, but sh dang, I can't imagine either. Crazy. I honestly can't. Um, I mean, before you said, let's talk about them on the podcast. I never even heard of them, so clearly that money did not go to good use. I, agree. I just know they use like cool lettering. Maybe that. Maybe it was the marketing. <laughs> they spent all the money on the N and the A that they used. <laughs> no, not even on marketing, but like just on like branding. <laughs> yeah, on branding. That's yeah, they had, to, they had to spend extra to be allowed to use those characters. That makes sense. They yeah. Swindled by some like marketing, like the Wolf of Wall Street just swindled them out of four million dollars. That's this what is I'm a movie I'd watch. I mean, what what I think maybe is like when they finally debut, maybe their stage is going to be nuts. And that's what they spent the money on because you pay to get the stages at all those music shows. Like it's not, they invite you and you don't pay anything. You have to pay to go and you pay to have your set and all that stuff. So maybe they burnt, like maybe when they have their debut, they're going to have some crazy immaculate, like 
we're going to make YG cry and be like, I've never thought of doing that kind of stage. Like, that's all I can hope. It's got to have so, like, a movie, like a Kanye West <laughs> hanging kind yeah. of stage. And it's going to have like smoke and clouds and like a thousand dancers on the stage. That's, I, I mean, I don't know what else you could spend the money on. I mean, if this shows up, I'm going to be pretty excited. But if start not, chucking diamonds to the crowd. I don't know. Do yeah, I don't know. Maybe they have like a crazy producer and we just don't know about it. And we'll see like some uh, crazy Western producer is on the track or something. I don't know. It's crazy that they've spent this much money, though. And like, I don't feel like I know who they are even. I like feel like at all. Though. I feel like if like SM, JYP or YG spent four million dollars, we would know that group literally in and out before they even debuted. Like we would know everything about them and we would have like 12 music videos before their official debut. Like how how do you spend that kind of money? That's I don't know. Do we know what the usual is for debuting a group? We don't, but we know that this one is the most expensive. Okay. Yeah. Because it, it, yeah. it was a news, like it was actually big news that they spent this much money and people were trying to figure out how they spent it. Because I could see, I could see like a regular group from a big label costing somewhere close to a million dollars. I could see that. But uh, I would, I would think that a normal debut is probably somewhere close to like half a million would be my reasonable idea. Because there's a lot, there's typically more than four people. Uh, so you have to consider, like, what would they get paid yearly? Obviously, they're not getting that money directly, but what would they be paid yearly? And, you know, that that's going to factor into, like, their housing. But you're talking about housing. You're talking about training, all this stuff that you could attribute to the cost. I would, I would assume that close to a million is probably the normal going rate for a typical group that's in production. Maybe Blackpink was a little higher because they were in training for so long. But I think that's probably pretty close. That's just me, though. I, I don't know for sure. We've never heard the, like, official numbers of what it takes because they're not going to tell you how much that people have to make back <laughs> yeah. to get out. So, <clears throat> I mean, when we've got, like, So Kang Joon going into Roommate and saying that he sleeps on the floor with three guys as a trainee, then, you know, they're not spending that much. Yeah, and I mean, he's also, and even then, that's a that's a good example too, because he's from a smaller label, which I think yeah. is more common, right? More people come from smaller labels than they do big labels. So exactly, I think that's probably it, it's not a lot. Like they're 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 cutting nickels and dimes when they can. I guarantee you, yeah, because they want to be able to cut their losses. Like you you got to think about that, right? Um, but in, anyways, like I do like we make a lot of jokes right but i do hope they're at least decent so that they can make some of their money back because i know yeah. that at the end of the day somebody's going to be on the hook for that money and i just yeah. don't want it to be those poor girls who have done nothing wrong right so <clears throat> um another thing i want to bring up because i <laughs> i think it's funny uh so unpretty rap star featured a lot of really really great or unpretty rap star too i should say but both of them uh featured a lot of really really good female rappers one of them that wasn't good was casper who got signed to dsp after she came off of that show which great for her nothing no, no shade to her other than the fact that she's not very good um but she's making her like i guess official i'm using quotes here solo debut because she's had a mixtape things like that um she's gonna release a single called lean on me um now when I first heard this, I thought, oh, it's going to be like a like a song about people leaning on her, like lean on me when you're not strong. You know, that's fine. Uh, but the picture 
is a hand holding a Sprite bottle, what looks like a Sprite bottle, that has purple liquid inside of it. Um, so I guess I was wrong. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I looked at this the whole wrong way when I heard it. Uh, apparently, Lean On Me is more um, of a party song, I guess. I don't know. There's no <laughs> teaser out for it or anything, but I would assume it's going to be about having a good old time. Maybe a song Little Wayne can get down to. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, purple bank shady, party. Shady business. <laughs> I mean, oh my God. Here, here's here's my thing, right? If this song is gonna be about partying, all I want to know: Does Casper actually know anything about Lean? And if she does, how is she getting away with this in Korea? Yeah, does Korea not know what Lean is? Like, is that is that the case? If that's the case, then I guess. But I mean, I she's, mean about, she's about to ruin everybody's party. Because I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but. Isn't in Korea, isn't it like illegal even to like consume drugs in other countries as well? Like if you're a Korean yes. citizen, you can't do anything ever. Well, here's the thing though. Um, and, and maybe this is why, I don't know, maybe it's just never been an issue before, but uh, lean is technically not considered a drug in most cases, right? So like, for example, and I say, I say this, for example, uh, if you were talking about testing in a lot of businesses, if you're like a person who's really addicted to lean, like they're going to know that you do cough med or they're, they're going to know that there's a lot of cough medicine in your system. But technically, since lean is a prescription cough medicine, you're going to get away with being on it it's it's not going to take much to be on it and i don't even know how long it stays in your system that's something for somebody who actually drinks lean and i don't i have no idea um but you're talking about a prescription uh medicine that i don't know exactly how they test for so it might just be an issue of the fact that like korea doesn't test for this particular thing uh and that's how they're getting away with it i don't know i honestly don't um i can only imagine that's the case uh maybe they don't care about lean i don't know i really don't i I don't know how they feel about coding like i I just don't i feel like it's more like they don't know yeah i think that's totally possible yeah yeah see i don't even know what that is so yeah so lean is basically um like coding cough syrup right and sprite i've never done lean so i mean i could be totally wrong and there's going to be somebody on soundcloud who's like actually lean is blah 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 blah. i don't know (laughs) i don't do lean dog i don't know i'm not i'm not little wayne i can't afford it like i know what you want (laughs) shit's expensive it's hard out here i don't know what you want so i i really don't know i mean i i don't it's not a thing that i do so i couldn't say but as far as i know i think it's coding and sprite but yeah, anyways, I <laughs> yeah, I, I would think they don't get it. But this is crazy. Like the idea of anybody releasing a song called Lean On Me, especially from DSP, which is like mostly an idol label. That's crazy. And like they just had a good debut. Like they got card. Can you chill? Can you just relax? <laughs> like We don't need this. It's not like it hasn't happened before, though. Like you have last year High 420 debuted with Hookah. So... Oh Lord! Well, but that, hold on. That trash. Hookah is also a thing that exists in Korea and is not illegal, so it's a little different. Like you can get away with making a song about a hookah because it's also called water pipe, and that's a thing that like people admit to smoking. Jay has, Zico has, like plenty of people have admit admitted to going to hookah bars. It's just smoking tobacco. 
So the people who are mad at you are the same people who don't like that you smoke cigarettes, that kind of thing. But it's a little bit different than lean, well, which is like... Uh, not just the hookah, just high 420 in general. I mean, high 420 is a <laughs> suspect name. The fact, I guarantee you, if they ever, like, put their toe outside of Seoul, they're just like, hey, we need to drug test you because you don't know. <laughs> There's no way that group isn't the most drug tested group. I just, I just don't believe that. Yeah um so we'll talk about two things on this one so ailey uh my wonderful sweet queen is the first female artist of two, 2017 to get an all kill which i mean that's all history will remember i'm so proud of her uh for her goblin ost which is beautiful it's super lovely i actually really like that song um goblin's music has been great so far i listened to that chanyeol punch song for like a month straight yeah, the the Chanyo, I don't I don't like Chanyo and I don't like Punch, but that song is good. Like that's a good song. So wow, I, when it can make him say that, you know it's a good song. Well, I don't like I don't like NCT, but I like Seven Cents. I don't know what to tell you it's a good ass song. Like if it's a good song, I'm here for it. I don't care who made it. Like it's fine. It's a good song. Um, and that song that song is good. Goblin's soundtrack is way better than their drama. So it is what it is. Oh, yeah. Wait, whoa, um, whoa, whoa. I, I stick okay, no. by it. We, 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 oh my God. Alice and I are like episodes behind, so can't say anything, but we're obsessed. No. How, how is anyone else watching it? No. I watched the, I watched two episodes and I quit. So you quit right as they were walking through the fog. Tim, what's wrong with you? It's boring. I don't know. I don't understand that. That scene I just, deserves an Emmy. To, it deserves an American Emmy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. You need to relax. <laughs> you need to hit the brakes real quick. Like, I'm not saying that all Korean dramas are terrible. I have never seen one that's even close to an Emmy. Like, that's not a thing. Lee Dong deserves every Emmy in the world. No, no, no. Not Actually, even. You're right. You're right. Emmy's not enough. He deserves and he got. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> this podcast is over. Thanks no, for listening. We <laughs> Look, I, okay, I was sorry, in such sorry. a good we'll mood before this shit went crazy. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, um, so first I'll kill, right? She's also uh, making her, I guess, U.S. debut with her song or with her name, her new stage name in the U.S., which is Alien and her uh, EDM track, whose name I can't remember. So here's Fall the thing. back? Fall back. Yeah. So here's the thing. Um, I love Ailey. And I'm I'm having a real hard time uh, because, yeah, basically, um, <laughs> I really don't like her U.S. debut. I don't like her name. I don't like the song at all. Um, and it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really having a hard time here. But uh, her song for Goblin is real good. Uh, and I think everybody should listen to that instead. How about that? Can we just end? Are we done? <laughs> Say one more time that you didn't like something Ailey did. <laughs> oh my god. So okay, fine. I, I really don't like that song at all. I I think it's pretty garbage. Um, I guess for people who like EDM, it'll probably be cool, and that's fine. Whatever. Like I'm I'm not gonna hate on that part of it. I just personally think she deserves way way more, especially because she speaks fluent English, very good English, and she's an incredibly stupidly talented singer. Like. 
why not kind of show off the fact that she's a vocal queen? I get that like people like to party and a party song is probably going to work better. But for me still, I think you should show off the fact that she's a vocal queen and she does sing well on the song, but I don't know, like everything with EDM is just drowned out noise to me. And it, this is no different and it sucks. Cause like, I would love some good stuff. I can't, I can't, I mean, it hurts. <laughs> I'm really, I really wanted to like cushion the blow, but like, I really don't like the song. I don't know. See, I don't have a problem with EDM and I actually like EDM, but I think the problem with her debut is it sounds really dated. Like it's from 2009 or 2010. Yeah. We got, <laughs> I actually have not Nico, Nico had an opinion on the song. I don't know where he is. Uh, Dia, I'm sorry. I've been uh, thinking about his opinion. <laughs> He's too busy having his birthday party. That's, that's the problem. Am I allowed to say? I've been consuming spirits tonight, so. I, I mean, this is, this I is think I'm really quiet. You drink on this podcast, so you're fine. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess this is the part where I get really quiet. But you kind of said everything that I want to say. Um, you can't market a Lee as this powerhouse vocalist and then rebrand her some like. EDM featured artists like it just doesn't work and it, it, it's not that the song is EDM because I don't know it's just not that it's it's beneath her the song is not dynamic it's boring it's rudimentary it's simple it's everything that Ailey is not and I get I mean going with the stage name was probably a good idea because I wouldn't want my name attached to that either <laughs> that sounded so bad I'm sorry I, I don't want to take away from the hard work take away from the work that was put into it by whomever put the work in but I mean I guess not all music has to be like powerful and dynamic and like a statement and mean things it I does guess, when it's Haley like there is music that can just be fun I guess I mean that's okay that's fine but this is just, I don't know. This isn't going to leave a mark for anybody anywhere. This song, you can put a gun to my head right now and I would not be able to sing any part of this song. And I listened to it yeah. like 10 minutes before this podcast started. Do you think they tried to do EDM because that's what's popular? In Definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Except it doesn't Definitely. sound like the stuff that's popular right now. So yeah, no, no it, it sounds dated, right? Like it sounds like EDM when EDM first hit the market, and then people evolved, and they were like, uh, "Remember the throwback, though." It's like you know, I guess I wasn't really into EDM at first. I think it all at first I used to think it all sounded like noise, but when EDM first hit the mainstream, there were a lot of complaints about from people who do enjoy EDM that it was like dumbed down for the masses. And that it was all like uh, formulaic and like EDM by numbers, I guess. And this seems a lot like that, so that makes sense. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm basically right there with you. Like, uh, especially if you're talking about somebody who already has covers here, uh, like all kinds of other things. Like, there there's people who know who Ailey is. Not like a huge audience, but she does have an audience outside of like people who like K-pop. So you do. I feel like you do need to appeal to everybody, especially because you want your Western fans, because she has a lot of Western fans. You want them to get on board with this. And this is like an Ailey that, honestly, we're not used to because it's very low budget Ailey. 
even Ailey's party songs and the songs that everybody wants to listen to, the songs that people would typically talk about, are good. They're very well produced. They're very different. They're great sounding. Like Home is more of a song that I feel like people would talk about and be like, oh, this is kind of like a fun song. We're all having a good time. It's got you and me, Ray, on it. We're all we're all partying here, right? Like, and that's one of my favorite songs by her, but it's still more than just like this basic by numbers, boring EDM. So it sucks because of all the people that I could think about, if you ask me the number one person that I would like to talk to and interview on a podcast, it would be Ailey. And I would not want to talk about this song. And that's what hurts. Like, she's so much better than this. Like her cover of Halo, incredible. Why not just let her show her pipes? Like, People love Halo. That song was super popular. People love Adele. All she does is like sing about songs that are sad and she never has a party song. She does not have a single song you would hear in a club. So I don't know. Don't... Rolling in the Deep is pretty, you know. Rolling in the Deep was never played in the club that I went to. So I don't know. Like, I'm kidding. That's, I'm kidding. that's her upbeat, like, uh, radio song right but you still would never be in the club and it would be like look at my dab and then all of a sudden rolling in the deep like that's not a thing <laughs> that's like a techno version no i'm sorry <laughs> i mean maybe i don't know shit people do crazy shit with techno maybe no no no, no. but continue sorry but yeah so yeah. it's it's one of those things where it's like you you kind of have to know your artist the artist you're working with and i feel like mm-hmm. with ailey you have an artist that can do a lot of things like you could still make a dancey song. You just can't make a song where she doesn't showcase like why people like her. She's famous because she's a good singer. She's not famous for her looks. She's not famous for anything like that from a group or her label. She's famous literally because she is such a good singer and because she made such an impact coming from America to Korea to make her career. So if you know that, if you know that you have this girl who's already literally built her career on talent. You can't just give her the crappiest song of her whole career and be like, this is your U S debut where people like in the West actually care more about talented artists, especially when it comes to women. Like there's plenty of uh, women that are very good, very talented, but just don't hit the mark for some people. Like Tanashi is very talented. There's plenty of people who just don't care about her. Oh, no. But, oh, I, I, I totally will go to war every day for her. Like, she's an incredibly good dancer, and there's plenty of people who just don't see it for her, and that's it. Um, and it, that's there's other issues there, but the point, the point still is, like, there is talent involved. There's not a lot of people who have no talent at all that are famous in, in America. Like, they exist. They're few and far between, though. Yeah, it's always funny to me because I feel like a lot of when U.S. debuts happen, which granted, there, I mean, there aren't a ton of them. Yeah, it's the pretty rare. Happened, at least in the past like year or so, year or two, I felt the songs overall are just weaker compared to the Korean ones, which is so strange because, uh, I mean, it is, it's definitely a different model and market in the Korean pop market versus the U.S. pop market, but you're right, the different, a lot of the kind of key difference is that I feel like in the Korean market a lot of the times you can get by on being you know a strong personality group or a strong image group but in the U.S. it's not it's not the same thing like I didn't even know Fetty Wap was like blind in one eye for a year after I listened to this music I mean like like it's it's 
I don't want to say like it's, you know, it's more about the music because you know obviously it's a music industry in bulk, but it's more comprehensive in and it's you need to be stronger on the song in the U.S. market in order to sell. Right. Yeah, I totally agree. And I just feel like overall they've been weaker, so it doesn't really surprise me that much. But actually, it surprises me a little bit since Ailey's from the U.S. I feel like she she should know that as the artist. Well, I think. I think while Ailey has like a lot of freedom, she's still kind of caught under the constraints of a label that wants her to be an idol success. So even if she might know that stuff might work better, maybe her issue is that she's still caught under this label. But at the same time, she left when EDM was really popping. So maybe she just hasn't kept enough attention to what's going on. And that's where this could come from. I really don't know. But it seems very out of character for anybody working with Ailey or anybody working with her label to just be like, let's release this real lackluster song, you know. You know what's funny? It's funny you mentioned home back there, too. I don't want to be a dead horse. But it's funny to me that you mentioned her home song album whatever because i think she mentioned in an interview somewhere that she actually wrote english lyrics to every song on her home at many so oh my god really she I literally could have just had can home you, be it okay and you me ray speaks english as she well. does like, i was gonna i was gonna say can you imagine how good did, the song would be oh. and just brought it over here turned up the bass just a little bit she doesn't even have to it, and it would just be perfect all she needs is she doesn't even have to like really pump that bass up. But if Tasha came with her lyrics, which she would, because Tasha's never gonna give you subpar anything. Like there's no way Yoon Mi Ray will yeah. ever do that. There, it's just not a thing that happens. Who Yoon Mi Ray is also having a comeback this year apparently, uh, and it's gonna be the sequel to I think her debut album or the album right after her debut. Either way, both of those albums were incredible. So. We're going to get the the continuation of that, which I'm so excited for. But anyways, both of them speak fluent, fluent English, like understand it well, speak it fluently. There's no way that song would have been bad. Like there's no way. Home is a good song. It's a very good pop R&B song. I think that would have been her best bet, especially if there's English lyrics. Like I didn't know that. That's crazy. Why not just do that? Oh, it's crazy. Oh, we really should sense. try doing that. A lot of the time... Like, when people are showing their friends K-pop or whatever, they'll say, like, I would like this song if it were in English. Mm -hmm. So I'm surprised they haven't tried doing their normal K-pop thing, but just making it English. Honestly, it's never the songs that 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 would be all it takes. Like, there are songs you listen to in K-pop. I mean, K-pop has a lot of Western influence to begin with, but it's, it's like Korea's take on the West. Right, and it works really well, and that's why a lot of us love K-pop. But we listen to certain songs, and I know I do it all the time. I'm just like, wow, this song would do really well in the Western market. Like, oh my god, just put this out right now, and it would just blow up. Like, I feel that way about oh, Blackpink's playing with fire, for example. Uh, yeah. I said, oh, if they just got some English lyrics to this, and most of their members speak English. It would fit right in with what's going on in the West yeah. today. And their choreography, everything works. I, I feel like there are songs like that. And Ailey has songs like that already. Yeah. So I, I'm going to move on because I, I was genuinely made sad and I'm in a onesie and I'm having a good time. So I don't want to. <laughs> 
So I'm going to talk about something that maybe more people have an opinion on that's not me. Day6 made their comeback. Um, As a person who's not a Day6 fan, I'm going to throw this to Juliet. Please introduce the song and all of that good stuff. Oh my gosh. Day6 is so good. I've been sleeping on them, but now I am awake. Like, sorry. So as resident JYP trash here, um, (laughs) sorry. So I love Day6. And it's, honestly, it's kind of sad because their their concept's pretty cool. Uh, they're, I mean, they're obviously they're a band. Five members, cough, cough, rest in peace. It's not like we don't but, um, we haven't had that before, but yeah, but but it um, but no, no, it's it's kind of sad because I mean they debuted in August of twenty fifth, no, twenty sixteen, August twenty, no, twenty fifteen. Oh my god, it's twenty seventeen now. But anyway, so 2015, August, and then they kind of got slept on. They really got shitted on last year because the only debut they had, or the only comeback they had last year was Overlap with GOT7, like a guy group from the same label as them, and that was it. They, like, their American tour got canceled. They didn't get anything else, but this year it looks like they're actually going to get some recognition and support. They're doing this thing where um, it's basically on the sixth day of every month they're releasing two singles so day six. Oh yeah i forgot uh, about that and so the next ones are coming out february 6th but this january they released two singles and the first one it's really good it's called i'll wait and it's, it's almost like an all-american reject vibe i feel like it's i don't know yeah it, I, I feel like they've, it's a little bit more pop than some that. of their other singles but I, don't know, I, I really like them. They're they're super talented. Actually, Billboard they did their top ten K-pop albums of 2016 at the end of the year, and number two was Day Six's album. So I mean, I feel like they're honestly being slept on in the Korean market. So I'm glad that JYP is finally putting some money behind them. I think they have a really unique sound for what you hear in the whole K-pop scene. So. I think they're a nice change and they're just really talented and I love their voices and I don't know what to say. It's actually pretty funny. So they were, I don't know if anyone watched Win, like who is next, the reality show that was like basically winner versus icon. Did anyone I watch that? Uh, but yeah, so in that, yes. you know what, you know when they go to JYP and they like compete against some of the trainees there? Yes. So there's like a, that episode and they compete in like three segments and it's like dance, song, and rap. And in the rap segment, it's um, Jackson and Mark from GOT7. And then it's also uh, Brian, or Young K, from Day6. But <laughs> definitely, like, no shade, GOT7 is my favorite guy group. And But, like, Brian's definitely the best rapper out of all of them. He's actually a really good. But they put him in Day6, which, like, because he's also a really good singer. And but like it's actually pretty funny. His talent's kind of going to waste a little bit because he's a really good rapper too. Just fun fact for you there. And he's singing in the new song, right? Yeah, no, he also has a bad. really good voice because Day Six also they do a lot of covers for what's that radio show they go on a lot? I have no idea. I forget. I they go on some. They go on some radio show and they do a lot of covers. Like they did yesterday by the Beatles and like Young mm-hmm. K did like the whole saxophone like and it's wild they're they're honestly very talented 
We can cut um, out the silent bit. <laughs> <laughs> I <know>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. If there's uh if there's any more love you want to add, but uh I guess not. Um we also have CLC coming back with their song Goblin. Uh, I've only seen like some of the teaser pictures, but I didn't know that anybody wanted CLC to come back. So that's yeah, the really part that care. surprised me. Okay, so here's the thing. Um I was not a fan of I Pippa love when Nico starts things like that. Because I, okay, know, but I, here's the thing, right? Yeah. I have to okay. set it up because right. I have to give you the, you know, I have to preface it. So basically, um, I was not a fan of CLC. I haven't ever really been, I don't think. Except I felt bad when Sworn wrote this letter one time and she was just like, oh, we wish we could do so many things, but we can't. And we are just so apologetic because it's not our fault. That stuff is just not really working out for us. And I felt really bad for them. And so I did become a fan of them recently because No O is a total bop. And I just, oh, it's so good. Have you guys ever heard that song, No O O? I don't think I so. But I don't remember it. Look it up. It's really good. They say Ani, Ani, Ani a lot of times. And it's a really good. And it's oh, that's quirky. Long. And they added two trainees to the group one who's now a main vocal, and the other one who I think she's just like an added visual. She's really cute. Um, so, and then I went back and watched Pepe and like there are things that happened in Pepe that I didn't know before. So now I'm like a total fan of this. I like Pepe. I like, like, I like, no, uh oh. So I'm actually really excited for this coming up. And I just think it's really um, a good change in direction for them to kind of try something other than the cute thing. I'm just ready for everybody to try something other than the cute thing because it's so saturated at this point. Yeah. That I think that they, whatever charm they have, it's going to get lost in all these cute concepts. Um, they released the audio teaser for the upcoming mini, mini. Every song sounds really intriguing. Like, I implore you all to give the audio teaser a listen. I also think it's really a really good idea to do highlight medleys for new groups or just groups in general who aren't like at the top because it gives people an idea of something to listen to before the album comes out. And Goblin honestly sounds really intriguing. I guess Hunter wrote it, so it might be like a track that might have been for four minutes before they disbanded. Oh, um, how interesting. It just sounds like a weird type of song that four minute would have came out with. Like, I don't think for a minute had a, like, signature sound, but everything they did didn't sound like anything else. And I think that this song is right in that category. Like, it doesn't sound like anything else. And for what it sounds like, it's going to be interesting. I think the concept, the dark concept for a girl group is something that could go really well if done properly. And I think people are ready to see something new. So I'm actually rooting for them. I hope they do well. I think it's funny that they're trying to capitalize on the popularity of the drama, though. The name mm-hmm. Goblin, like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which, no matter what Tim says, is the greatest drama of all time. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, since, Nico, you uh, talked about um, wanting something different from girl groups, have you listened to Dreamcatcher? Yes. Did you like it? Um, <laughs> nope. Dreamcatcher. Um, no, like I, I was with it at first. It sounds like a like anime opening or ending, whichever it, one. Oh you yeah, it does. Which 
there's there's such thing as too much of a good thing. I think that's going too far into the concept, you know, the dark concept. It's not just that. I didn't expect them. Like, I wholly thought they were a K-pop group. So hearing them go into this weird, like, melodic, like, death metal, it was something <laughs> that was different for me. Um, who's who? What's Dreamcatcher by? Is that the actual name of the group? Uh, Dreamcatcher is the name is, of the group. Yeah, it's um a reboot of the group Minx. Oh, okay, okay, cool. So I I didn't have that on the list. So at least we got a little Dreamcatcher. Yeah, left the song is pop. called Catch Me. You all can listen to it and have your own opinion about it. It's it's like, you know those songs um on like rock band and like Guitar Hero that are like <laughs> insane and everybody posts their videos of people getting like yes. high scores on them because it's all like that's how it is like that's how it sounds. Interesting. Uh, I don't I don't think I mentioned this one, but Hello Venus had their comeback with uh, Mysterious. Um, I've only seen the live performance. It was okay. I All I remember that. from that video was Un Wu, so. Yeah, so. Cool. Un Wu from uh, uh, Astro. He was in the music. Oh, oh, oh wait, this is Miss Nao Kanjun and Yun Wu, right? Yeah. Oh, that's literally all I know about this. Is that apparently they asked <laughs> Hello Venus that like who they felt was prettier, and they were just like Yamu, which I mean they're not wrong. Oh hmm. Lord, <laughs> that's why you uh, boy group lovers. Yeah, yeah I, I get it. I, I actually, it. I, I actually don't know much about Hello Venus. I'm sure they're very pretty. When we get to AOA, you'll hear me fangirl and get ready. <laughs> uh, okay, oh. so. I do know Hello Venus. They're the Wiggle Wiggle oh, girls, right? Yeah, the Wiggle Wiggle ones. Oh my god, I do know them. I don't... Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, they had to come back. Their song's not bad. It's really not... I, I only saw the live. I don't know anything about the music video, so... But it's not bad. Mm. It's not my type of song, but it's not bad. Hmm. Um... We also, for our birthday boy here, uh, Sohyun from SNSD is having her solo debut or yes. comeback debut. Okay, debut. Yes. Yeah. Take I'm it away. I'm going to tell you, hi, welcome to um, the SM Trash Corner of Not Your Average Netizens podcast. My name is Nico and I'm your faithful host. I'm just going to give you some tidbits or some snippets about Sohyun solo. Hashtag don't say no to the solo 2017. Jesus Christ. Uh, her title track is called Don't Say No. It's an R&B dance track that features powerful vocals about love. Soyeon wrote oh, so her mini album is seven songs. She wrote six out of the seven songs, which for an SM artist, we know that that's a huge deal. SM has like control issues. And they have a really hard time allowing their artists to do anything on their own. So for them to let her write not one, but like six of her seven songs, that's a pretty big deal. So people are really anticipating this. Also, she's the maknae of Sonoshide, so she's well-beloved. And people are really curious to see what she's going to do next. They're marketing her like against Suzy because they come out on the same day. Uh, I don't. I don't really care about that because I mean, so yeah, obviously, um, <laughs> it's the better vocalist and performer. But oh I'll leave that God. to you all to decide. I mean, Susie's prettier, I guess. 
Oh, but, there you go. Continue, can hurry up. Let's okay, keep going. So, so anticipate <laughs> the solo. Get ready for her to snatch wigs. And if you have them edges, and just watch her have a good time and let her show you why she is the hidden gem of Sonoshile. Back to you, Tim. Cool. Uh, if anybody, if nobody else is gonna weigh in, we're we're just gonna keep rolling. <laughs> Let's go. All right, sweet. We also have uh, AOA's comeback. AOA came back. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that that caught me off guard. I keep forgetting that there's other people that like AOA. I'm really struggling with this because so last funny. year it was just me. So. Oh my God, Tim, you got a you got a large amount here. Oh, I'm so happy. Uh, so we have uh, the, honestly, I, I'm gonna be real. I know there's another song, but all I know is Bing Bing because the music yes! video has magicians. Yes. And I fucking love magicians. Like I, I'm so about all magician everything. So I was really excited. All I know is Bing Bing. That's the only song I care about. Bing Bing is the best. Come on, Bing Bing. Yes. I, I, what's the other one? Somebody knows it. Excuse me. Excuse, yes. excuse me. Excuse That's me, it. Baby. I had a good video too. Excuse me. <laughs> what what are we gonna say about this comeback? Okay, so it's great. Like it's good. It's what? great. It's I don't good. Understand. Every um, time I look at AOA, I'm just completely struck by how there's no visual hole. Like I I don't even know. They just all each one pops up on screen, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh, that one's my favorite. No way, that one's my favorite. No, that one is my favorite. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. It's wild. They're all just so pretty and True. talented. They're obviously talented. The song's great, but like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> they're uh, I, I feel like they're probably one of the more slept-on visual groups. Um, not to say like other people don't think that they're pretty, but if you just look at the breadth of work that they have, a lot of it is just like one of their visuals. Where I feel like, like anybody on that, in, anybody in that group, I should say. Uh, could be a visual i don't yeah. really think there's any exceptions honestly like i think there's girls you could say aren't quite as pretty but it's basically like being second place in miss universe like who cares yeah. they're all pretty like it doesn't matter <laughs> so i don't know that that group is really interesting because i still think that they've kind of ha- they haven't put out a song that i'm really like super in love with since mini skirt and confused came out but oh, skirt. I like most of the stuff they've done with a couple exceptions. And at least for these two, like, excuse me, isn't my favorite, but it's mostly because Bing Bing is way more memorable for me. But I still think both the songs are pretty okay. Like, they're they're pretty solid. Yeah. Um, and I definitely think Bing, Bing Bing is, like, top five this year, which is an early year, sure. But still, it's... It's like a more relevant song than like a lot of the other songs I've listened to this year. I like it. I think it has a good sound, and I feel like that would be the song if I had to pick one. Yeah, and Toa went on um, some interview recently, and she said, you know, they said like, how do you feel about AOA's chart performance? And she said, she said, you know, this is our first full album. We've been out for X amount of time. This is our first full album. We're really just more concerned with showing you all the breadth of work that we can do. We really just wanted to put out an album that shows that we can do different styles, different sides. And our chart performance really doesn't matter. And I think once you're at a place of like a first mini album, that's really all you want to do. You want to get 
you want to get the music out there. You want to say like, hey, this is us. Here's what we can do. I know it's taking AOA a longer time to get to that first album. But, I mean, AOA, is, right now they're known as the sexy idols. And I think this album is the opportunity for them to say, you guys, like, we can do a lot of stuff. Here's what we can do. Just listen to us, see us, consume us, and see what we can do. I'm really excited. I listened to the full album the other day. There's a song called Three Out on it. It is so good. It has all these weird modulations in it and these drops, and it's kind of vintage still in a way, and Choa's voice is just so amazing. I don't recommend songs lightly, so if I think that you should listen to the song, that means I really, really, really love it. Um, so you should listen to that. But also Bing Bing and Excuse Me are really great. Excuse me, has that really cute dance that they're gonna try to make go viral, and it might work. It's really cute. Um, and Bing Bing just is just a bop. Like there's just no discussion. Give AOA a chance if you're not a fan of theirs already. Uh, so I mean, I I guess everybody knows we love AOA apparently. <laughs> so much to Ash's uh, dismay, maybe when she hears this, it is what it is. It's taken over. AOA made it. Um, <laughs> we also had uh, 2017 already putting a uh, death blow in a group. Uh, Brave Girls lost two members. Well, one officially left. One is going on hiatus. Uh, it's the two last like original members, I guess, of Brave Girls, which is Eugen mm-hmm. and Iran. Uh, I guess they're they're out, which I don't blame them because Brave hasn't done anything with them. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't have much on it. We're just saying rip the group. I'm sorry. I just want to find out if Barm is going to leave Big Star or not until they tell me that. I don't care. Um, we also found out more about Hyuna's North American tour. Uh, she's going on tour this year, earlier in the year. She has, um, I believe, six shows, I want to say. But the most interesting part i think personally for me is the prices of her concert so this is her first u.s tour uh she's a solo artist as well um and the ticket prices at least in usd is 85 for the entry level general admission tier which doesn't include anything other than you get to go watch yana uh her second tier which is the meet and greet and high touch um it comes with a light stick as well as the high touch and meet and greet thing that is $195 USD. And then the final tier, which is meet and greet and photo op and the free light stick is $210 USD. Now, to me, for like somebody who's just coming out here, like her group just exploded. She's just a solo artist. I think this is crazy. I don't know. I can't imagine spending this kind of money to go see somebody like. So when Tim told Juliet and I this, <laughs> I, was, I, I was silent for just a little bit just you know to hang back and try to hide how much of a dork I am but like so it was like yeah that's pretty normal Tim like, yeah I've paid that much like three times so what do you want me to say it's <laughs> like I know Alice or we got like high touch for got seven twice last year and then we saw XO and even for XO, which we weren't even, they didn't even do like high touch or picture ops or anything. I'm pretty sure those tickets for like 150. That's crazy. Yeah, like, well, the yeah. one thing I will say is they usually have more tiers, and maybe the bottom is lower than like 85. But like 
spending 200 upward for top tier as usual. Yeah. yeah, maybe it's just the fact that, like, being in the balcony is $85. That seems crazy to me, like, a concert, uh, like, a Korean artist. Like, as much as I think even, and I, I said this when we were talking about it before, but, like, even Big Bang, when I went to go see Big Bang, I think the tickets were $65 at the most. And we're in the Staples Center. Like, I was up in the stands before they moved us. So, we were up there. We didn't pay for great seats or anything. We were in the balcony. And, like, I get that these venues are more intimate, but, like, AOMG, Dynamic Duo, all those guys, like, those are the other concerts that I've been to. And they're in similar venues like this. Like, these are small venues. I didn't pay that much. <laughs> like, it's not, I, I don't know. It's just crazy to me that Kiana, as a solo artist, would want 210 for her highest tier. And the lowest tier is still almost $100. Like, that's crazy. They know how popular she is. I is guess. She, I hope it sells out. Yeah, I mean, that's we're going to find out if she's really that popular. Because I, I still think that while she is popular, her audience is still mostly probably male males that like Kiana. And I don't think the majority of the people in the West are going to pay that much money to go see her. Like, I'm not saying that she doesn't have girl fans. She clearly does, especially because she was in four minute. But I still think she was the artist informing it that most appealed to uh like the male audience so mm -hmm. i still think she's gonna need that male art audience to turn out for her to like make her tour really successful i think you're underestimating her because i even i might be i went i don't know what venue she's at actually is it a small one or a big one well i don't know the new york venue but i know that the la venue is pretty small it's not it's not huge yeah, she'll be fine. Because <laughs> I went to You Kiss in 2014, which is not a big popular group by any means. And they were still selling tickets for like 150 plus for top tier. And they had a bunch of people come. So, I mean, You Kiss is really popular outside of Korea, though. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, You Kiss like is kind really of popular popular. in the West, though. They're really popular outside of Korea. I mean, that's like, kind of their whole thing. But I mean, even. Other groups. I mean, maybe she'll do well. I, I hope she does well. I hope she sells out. But, like, the it, it, it's so interesting because the Korean model, when they come over here and they sell, they sell out these concerts. And they're honestly, that is the normal price for a lot of them. Like, Got7, BTS, XO. Uh, I mean, that's the price people are paying to see them. But that's not what other concerts in the U.S. are like. Like, even, even other artists who come from other countries, like, I've seen like the 1975 and similar size venues or Vampire Weekend, and it was like $40 top for the yeah, same yeah. seat that I paid like $200 for to see Got7. But at right. the same time, I'm also getting a high touch. But like, I mean, you know, it, it's just like a different, they, they price it very well. Like they're selling out and they're selling out these tickets in a smaller venue. And I mean, it's so that they can, like, it's why they're being profitable. It's why Got7 was one of JYP's most profitable groups last year when they honestly weren't selling that well. Yeah, but uh, I mean, one one thing that's being greatly slept upon, and I feel like it's a universal thing, is like, yeah, all of these groups that have been able to sell out similar venues at a similar price, you've never mentioned a girl group to me that's been able to do it. And They don't come here much. Right, but there's a reason that they don't come here much. Like, mm -hmm. I, I think... Wait, actually thinking about it has... What girl group has come? 
Actually, by themselves. The, the Wonder Girls. The Wonder Girls for, is the only one. Yeah. Brothers. Right, but people weren't paying to then. go see the Wonder Girls. Like most people were paying to go see the Jonas Brothers. So, yeah. it's it's this is the this is the thing. Like while there is a very like there's no denying that the audience for boy groups is much bigger than the audience for female groups. There's a hundred percent no denying it. In and even if you talk internationally, I guarantee you there's still more people out there that like any boy group at any select point than most girl groups, with the exception of SNSD. I would say SNSD is the wild exception. Uh, but outside of that, I think you could always find more people who like the male groups. And it's a matter, it's a simple matter of the fact that there's a lot of K-pop fans that are straight. So boy groups are obviously going to appeal to them more, right? It is what it is. Like, you know the market that you're selling to, which is why I think it's crazy for Hyuna to come in and just be like, I'm going to expect that all of these people who like girl groups will also spend $210 to go watch me. I just don't think that's the case. Like, I, I, I think that's a crazy assumption to make. To anyone is the only other group I can think of that went on tour in the States. To anyone also appeals to both audiences, I think, pretty well, if not a, a very intense um appeal to to females also and their tickets weren't that expensive so also, if we're talking about a quality of work which i don't want to drag hana or anything and i feel <laughs> like this is, i don't want to drag her so i won't but like i don't know how it's gonna sound i'm just gonna say it this is kind of who can barely get through one of her own songs let alone a full concert like well, I mean, you said you want to drag her, and you just did, so I don't. <laughs> I didn't drag her, but like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, it's one thing. Okay, okay, we talked about ticket prices. We talked about seeing the 1975 for forty dollars, or I was gonna see, you know, Pentatonix for eighty dollars. You know, they're gonna put on an entire show for two hours for me, and sing the best of their ability, like all acapella. Cool. Hana, if you watch Hana live, there's not a lot for her solo stuff. I mean, you I'm, know she's gonna be lip syncing. Not even lip syncing. Like she's whole gonna let the backtrack do a lot of her stuff. Especially, you know, I'm I'm just thinking about songs like Red and uh, How's This and the one song What Roll Deep or Roll Tide or whatever. Yeah, Roll, song roll, roll, roll Deep. Or... Is it Roll Tide? No, Roll I don't know. Roll Deep, like, yeah. Roll Deep. To be Roll honest, Tide is like of, Alabama. Yeah, Crimson Tide, was, yeah. Yeah. Some of that stuff was difficult for her. Like, not even difficult, but she's like, okay, sing, sing. Okay, and now we're going to let the backing track do this while I dance a little. Okay, and then I'm going to sing. So, like, it, it's difficult being a solo artist, especially when you're a dance artist, because you expect it to dance and perform. And kind of... I just don't know if she's like $85, $200. Like, I don't think she's that artist. Like, I don't. Like, I don't think it's worth it. The thing is, people who are fans are going to go see her and enjoy her show no, without me. thinking about that. Listen to oh, me, yeah. Miss Juliet. Listen to me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I just don't. Okay, never mind. I won't say it. I just. <laughs> Speaking I like it. The thing is, I like Hanna. I like Four Minute. I loved Four Minute. Oh my God! I don't even. I would. Did I you? would still. I would still be apprehensive <laughs> about paying, you know, two hundred dollars to see Four Minute. Okay, maybe. maybe the I agree. Only, 
And maybe the only people I would pay that much money to see will maybe be Girls' Generation, maybe. Right, and I, I think that... I, I think part of the issue is people assuming no matter the group that comes here, you can do a similar price. Maybe that's my issue with it. But, like, maybe... This is what it's going to take. Like, I'm not saying I want Hannah to fail. It'd be great if she didn't fail because then more girl groups would come here and I would be willing. There's girl groups out there I'd be willing to pay 210 for. If you told me sister was coming, I'm paying 210 for it. Like, I'm going to be there. There's too many people that I would love to meet. You told me Miss A was going to come back and go on tour. I would pay 210 for that. But one person, especially Hyanna, who's going to like not probably make it through a whole concert. I don't know. I've never seen her live, but I can only assume from the live performances I've seen. I can't imagine she's going to be able to do... She's not going to give me $210 worth of value. And that's (laughs) all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And it's okay. It's not... Not everybody can do something like that. Like, Beyonce's tickets are like a million dollars, but you know when you go to a Beyonce show you're going to get some stuff that you're not going to get from any other artist. They're not even that expensive, though. Like, the, the the tickets for her most recent concert, considering who Beyonce is, were pretty reasonable. Like, normal human beings who worked minimum wage went to that concert. So there's, that's got to mean something. Also, bigger venue, though. But still, 210? I don't know. But I digress. I don't want to... I'm excited for any person who's trying to do that thing and... Hana seems to be Hana seems to be trying to do just that. So I support her in her efforts. I just won't be supporting her monetarily. But I mean, come on, Hana. That that's where um, I'm at. And I, I wish I could, but uh Geary Boy and Black Nut are going on tour and I don't care about Black Nut, but Geary Boy. So I'm gonna go watch that instead. I'm sorry guys. <laughs> Somebody else can go see Hannah. It's not gonna be me. <laughs> it's not gonna I be mean- this one. Yeah, it doesn't sound like really any of us are going to be paying that much. Definitely not. <laughs> we'll find somebody who will. Yeah, some, someone like, will. BTS, uh, GOT7, B184 are coming here within a span of four months. So, yeah. are you going to see BTS, Juliet? I have to. <laughs> <laughs> it's Do you have duty. tickets, though? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm waiting for uh, the resold to get bumped down. Good luck. Oh, boy. <laughs> I know. Um, okay, so <laughs> let's keep it rolling. Uh, JYPE recently did a thing that made a lot of people sad. I'm sure if Ash was here, if Kiara were here, we'd get some real sad feelings. But JYPE recently took down uh, Wonder Girls poster from their building. They've also There's been rumors that they've been talking to other companies about where they're going to go. Uh, leaving while leaving JYP. So it does seem like Wonder Girls are on their way out, be it disbandment, be it them going somewhere else, who knows. But it does seem like we've hit the maximum amount of Wonder Girls that we're going to get. Um, so I'm, I'm wondering how everybody feels. Uh, while Why So Lonely wasn't like my favorite thing in the world, and especially like the concept they had before that, which is the same. Uh, I still <sighs> like what the wonder girls stand for i guess like i like them i like them as a unit i like all of the people in the in that group um basically with few exceptions uh and i think that they did so much 
not just for not just for like girl groups but like for k-pop in general and putting it in more of a mainstream like there's no denying the fact that they went on tour with justin bieber or not just bieber jones brothers they opened for the jones brothers. <laughs> yeah, basically the same i'm sorry I, I get all my uh white celebrities confused like, i don't know what to tell you excuse um, you <laughs> <laughs> uh, i was a 12 jones brothers fan in high school so i I gotta say, I would recognize them in the street, but <laughs> I'm just, I'm just taking the piss, to be honest. So, uh, but um, e- what either way, to the soft side with the wind. I know, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll bring it back. But they, they meant a lot in general for K-pop, right? Beyond just like yeah. the music they did in Korea, like they were such a huge hit, such an important hit in Korea, and then they came to America and still put a dent in like the kind of things we believed a k-pop artist could do uh i still think you would say in terms of having a u.s pedigree nobody has the catalog that the wonder girls has uh even if it's a mostly irrelevant catalog to a lot of people it's still the fact that they were on a disney channel movie they were uh on tour with the jonas brothers like they've, they've met so many people and they've worked with so many artists they've worked with artists that other people can't say they've worked with so yeah. They've they've done a lot and they're very important. So the idea of them like not being the Wonder Girls anymore is ah, it's weird. Like uh, I don't. It's, it's one of those groups where I, maybe I don't like the direction they're going in now, but I never want them to go away. So the fact that they could be going away, I, I it's a weird feeling. I don't like it. Okay, I love them. I'm really sad. Okay, I'm really sad that they're leaving. I am one of those people that it just. I didn't think I would be as emotional over it as I am, but like when I saw their sign off the JYP building, like I did like the single tear thing, you know, the single tear. <laughs> I was like overcome with emotion, and I'm kind of like I'm in denial. I'm hoping that they'll re-sign as a group to another agency. I I've been reading and hearing that the issue is that JYP can't fulfill some of their um, like career goals beyond music so I guess some of them want to do like hosting some of them want to go into acting but like while also still you know having music to come back to and I don't think I guess the issue is that JYP can't fulfill that for them so they're looking at other agencies I'm hoping that we get the Wonder Girls staying together what would be really cool is to get the Wonder Girls staying together and giving them like full control of their production because they all do they compose some great work of their own and they're all really talented in that aspect I think the the only positive takeaway from this is that they're all so talented on their own that even if Wonder Girls does this man we still have Hotfelt we have you Ben as a solo rapper we have Lim as a solo rapper and we have Sunmi who put out some great solo work on her own with Full Moon and uh, 24 Hours. Like they have, they have credentials. So I'm not really worried about them all individually. I just don't think the world was done with the Wonder Girls yet as a group. <sighs> Sad day. <laughs> Anybody else? Anybody else feel any type of way? I mean, I'm gonna miss them. I agree. Uh, I mean. As I said earlier, when I hyped up Day 6 for a long amount of time, I <laughs> JYP trash. So it's sad. It, it makes me sad that, yeah, they 
they don't see that they can have a future with uh, the company. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's definitely sad, especially now that they've got Twice coming up as kind of their next girl group. It's just kind of depressing to see the Wonder Girls be like almost phased out. Oh, I don't like I it when you put it that way. I hate it. Sorry. <laughs> just calling it like I see it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, it sucks, but it's hard to not call it that way, right? So. Yeah. You guys don't have hope that they'll join another group and become even bigger. Another company. I mean, it'd be cool. I just... If they can't do their old source material, which is what happens a lot to like groups that go to another company if they don't have creative rights over their music and they don't go to war, uh, it, it's going to be unlikely that they get to play all that other stuff outside of like concerts and things like that. So could they release more music like JYJ? Sure. I mean, you can, but sometimes you just don't recover, at least in the way like we want you to. You don't recover from leaving your original label. It, it's, okay. it's just... It's hard to tell because it seems like a shitty thing for JYP to take down the poster and not say anything yet. So it makes me wonder, like, maybe that label's more petty I than I thought did. it was. No. I think after everybody was freaking out about them taking down the poster, they put out a statement like, we're still in talks. No, but that's what I mean. Like, why would you like, do, why would, why you, would you take down, down the poster, poster first? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like you're inviting that. Like, everyone freaking out if you were still in talks. Like, yeah, exactly. you, had to have, you had to have known that, like, it was pretty dismal. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they're trying to guilt Wonder Girls to stay. <laughs> I mean, like, maybe. Like, showing, still love you. <laughs> showing them how people react, you, you know? So they'll be like, oh, maybe we should stay. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I don't think it's a great plan, but... Yeah. I mean, I guess. <laughs> so unless there's anything else that people want to bring up, I think our final topic uh, is probably the one that a lot of people are excited for. Uh, there's a certain person here or certain person who's not here who should be celebrating with us and being excited for this. But Rain is making his comeback. Uh, so <laughs> this, is, this is interesting because I didn't think I'd get a Rain comeback while it was on Not Your Average Netizen. So I'm very excited. I thought I thought it was over. <laughs> I'm really excited because Rain is literally the first dude in K-pop that like really I cared about. Uh, when I originally came in, like I told her, like I've said many times, was when Super Junior released Junior. That was literally the first K-pop song that I knew about. All my friends were in love with it, so I was trying to stay with my friends and figure out like, oh, what am I gonna care about in K-pop? Because all of these songs sound boring. And then I stumbled on Rain, and I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm staying for this. <laughs> like I'm, I'm here for whatever goes on here. And like, there's been plenty of rocky, problematic rides that I've had to go on. But the person that like originally got me into K-pop is Rain. So he's my number one <laughs> beyond anybody. When I heard he's coming back, I was like, I don't give a shit what he comes back with. He could just come back and just like make fart noises on a uh, like against the backtrack. I'm gonna buy it. Like it's Rain. I gotta be here for it. So. And the, the best part is, like, the song actually sounds good. The teasers. It really um, does. Normally, I don't try to pay too much attention to teasers. But this teaser has me, like, on board. Like, I'm so ready for whatever it is. The teaser looks good. It looks like it's going to be a lot of him dancing, which, please, God, yes. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Uh, the song sounds good. I don't know. I'm I'm super excited. I'm so excited. Same. No, I mean, yeah. 
to quote Alice, yeah, I mean, what, what Tim was basically saying is that Alice is pretty bummed out that she's not here because <laughs> she loves rain. But to quote her, um, gas up, rain daddies, washboard abs, and booty that just won't <laughs> And so I, I'm here to do just that because for like literally three hours last weekend, we just watched rain music videos <laughs> like over and over again. Like, I'm just so excited. He's, I don't know, it's just, he's iconic. I mean, when, whenever these, like, end-of-the-year performances happen, like, who are all the young groups just covering? It's Rain. Like, it's just, uh, I don't know. It, it's just going to be so exciting to see what he comes back with. And it's with Psy, and the song sounds lit, and the dance looks great, and I, I don't know. I, I'm very excited for it. Yeah, I mean, real quick, Psy? Sai the God, who makes great songs for everybody he works with. Are you kidding me? Sai yes. the God. Yes. Sai the God. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't think Come I've ever me, heard Psy that said, but... <laughs> oh. I'm somebody who, you know, I got into pop, K-pop new-ish, um, and so I wasn't around for the reign of rain. The reign <laughs> of rain, oh my God. You know, oh, I like it. But, I like but it so that's much. excellent. He's has such an icon status. Like, first of all, I knew who he was before I even knew who he was. He was in this weird Stephen Colbert skit or something like that. Yes, he was. <laughs> so there's that. But he was also like Ninja Gaiden, and right, he was Ninja like, Assassin. Ninja Assassin. He was a Ninja mm-hmm. Assassin. So let I me tell you I'm what. Gonna, before I knew about him, and you know he's kind of iconic, and so I'm interested to see like what a rain comeback nowadays. You know, he's one of those people that's just only aged better with time, and I'm really curious to see what like you know literal daddy rain is gonna put out. I would never call anybody. Like, <laughs> yes, Nico. No, you really like, dropped out of this race it. so quick. No, 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 no. I don't mean like daddy in like a kink way, but that he's you still literally said it. someone's parent. Like, no, I think you mean daddy in a kink way. No, I definitely <laughs> don't. I will never, I will never give him that. But I'm curious to see, you know, what 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 this looks like. And as a daddy, I, I want to see. If it <laughs> I want to see if it encourages me to go down the rabbit hole and like look up some of his older stuff. Oh, you're missing out. I've seen other people cover millions of his songs. I've just never really seen anything in the song. Besides, like, Rainism, that's it. Nico, go to Tumblr tomorrow. There's going to be quite a bit for you to see. (laughs) (laughs) I will will reblog all the videos. (laughs) Okay. The whole Tumblr is going to be covered in rain. And you know what? It's It's going to be lit. Yep, yeah. yep, I'm here for it. It's been a drought lately, okay? Hey, it's been a drought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, man. Um, yep. Unless there's anything you guys want to bring up, I think that, that about does it for us. Well, I mean, there's the, there's the, the last shout-out, which I, I said it again, I'll say it again, uh, JYP Trash here. Um, Got Seven's coming to the U.S. next week, and they're coming to Miami, so... Um, Alice and I are going to be going to that concert, and we we look forward to giving you our recap, which let me sum up in just, you know, before it happens. I assume it's going to be someone faints, someone falls, and I tell Jin Young that we're getting married. And, you know, if he understands, probably not, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's uh, I, I'm about, I'm pretty sure that's what's gonna happen. And, and Alice calling JB daddy, right? Alice calls JB daddy. Alice yeah. doesn't split by JB. <laughs> and then we both get dragged away by security. And that's probably gonna be it. We actually, you know what? We might not be on any more podcasts. So either you're gonna get uh, Nyan does, uh, or uh, I should say, Shallus does got seven next week, or Nyan tries to break Shallus out of jail. jail. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna be one of those two. Either way, it's gonna be. Either way, there'll be a great podcast coming for you. (laughs) Uh, Unless there's anything else, I guess I'll get us wrapped up and we can get out of here. All right, so uh, thank you guys for listening. we're super excited to tackle a new year. Uh, if you follow us on Twitter at NYA and netizens, you've probably seen, we're kind of asking around what more you guys want us to do. Uh, you can reach out to us on SoundCloud as well, but uh, if there's any ideas that you guys have for how we can kind of grow Nyan as a brand, we'd love to hear what you guys want from us. Um, you know, we want to go into markets that you care about. Like I've said multiple times, we're not just here to like listen to each other talk. We're, we're really here for you guys and we want to kind of, you know, have a fun time and make you guys invested in listening to us and feeling like you're kind of here with us, you know, you're having this good time with us. So if there's any other markets you'd like to see us in, uh, see us doing stuff, let us know. We'll try to break into those markets. If it's YouTube, what kind of videos is it that you want us to do? Uh, if there's more podcasts or different types of podcasts you would like us to do, maybe we can find something short and sweet in the middle that we can tide you guys over with something. Uh, just reach out to us, maybe more on Tumblr. Who knows? Um, if you would like to follow us on Tumblr, we are at nyanpodcast.tumblr.com. If you're listening to us on SoundCloud, thank you so much. Please comment, you know, follow us, all that stuff. We'll try to interact with you guys. If you'd like to listen to us on iTunes, you can find us by just searching Not Your Average Netizens. Um, If you listen to us on iTunes, please subscribe, uh, rate us, leave comments. All of that stuff really helps to get us noticed. Um, If you'd like to send us emails, NotYourAverageNetizens at gmail.com. And I think that's about it. Shout outs to everybody else in the Hollywood cast world. Uh, 2017, hopefully we're going to do something crazy. It'd be great to get some of our goals done. So um, outside of that, happy birthday, Nico. Woo. Woo. Um, and, oh, uh, and he's gone. Wait, wait, sorry, sorry. And happy birthday to Kim Jong-un, Exos Kai. Woo! Woo! <laughs> yeah that birthday too um Kim is, Kim is not excited about this but i've been wearing my kai socks all day so i'm pretty excited about it <laughs> i respect that i'll give it to you i'm i'm soft today i got a onesie i'm happy everything's great so, <laughs> and Kim's uh, smiling he appreciated kai wow it's a great day we better hang up before this ends yeah so uh thank thank you guys so much for listening and until next week see ya Bye. Bye. Bye.